maybe did about like thirty or forty thousand dollars in revenue that month, maybe like ten thousand dollars profit. But as a freshman at University of Miami, I was bawling. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Success Bug Podcast. Thank you for listening to our most downloaded episode ever. In this episode, I sit down with Noah Tucker, a young man who has made millions through his multiple dropshipping stores. A great dude, very charitable with his information and his process. He breaks down step-by-step how he was able to build his dropshipping stores while attending the University of Miami a few years ago. This interview has reached over 90 cities in the entire world. So I won't keep you waiting any longer. Please enjoy Noah Tucker. Noah, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me, Jay. Yeah, so dropshipping is basically, well, dropshipping is a business model that's been around forever and that a ton of businesses use behind the scenes that you wouldn't even think about. And basically all it is, is a method of fulfillment where instead of, so for e-commerce specifically, because dropshipping could be used for you know a, a few different things, but for e-commerce specifically, it's simply just a method of fulfillment where the merchant doesn't have to purchase inventory up front, rather the merchant purchases inventory after a customer has already purchased from the merchant. To simplify that, in a traditional e-commerce model, a merchant would buy like let's say 500 units of a product they plan on selling. They just store it, you know, in a warehouse or something, a fulfillment center, and then they drive traffic to their website get conversions on their website, and then they would ship out from the inventory they've already purchased. But the thing is, that creates a huge barrier for people who want to get into e-commerce because they have to have capital up front to buy those 500 units. Everything else is super easy to do. Making a website is like free pretty much on any platform now. Building a website, you don't, know, you don't need to know how to code anymore, which is like a huge advantage for people like me who don't know anything about coding. So you can really pretty much drag and drop text and images onto it. With any of these, you know, Wix, Shopify, any of these website platforms. So what dropshipping allows you to do, and now there's so many softwares out there that make it super, super simple that you can basically source products from suppliers, usually overseas, but not necessarily. Um, and you could add these products to your website and then you can start driving traffic to your website, however you're going to do that, social media, whatever. When someone purchases a product on your website, these softwares that are out now that make this all so easy and accessible to anyone will automatically, after the customer purchases from your website, they'll automatically go and purchase the product directly from the supplier and ship the product directly from the supplier to your customer so you don't have to touch the product at all. And you also don't have to put capital up front to invest in the product because everyone's scared to start a business, obviously, because of the, the financial risk. Not a lot of people have a ton of money to put into a business, nor do they have access to like big loans or, or capital from another, from another source. So this kind of like gets rid of that fear that stops a lot of people from starting a business. And I'm, I'm really specifically talking about e-commerce um, but a lot of, because that's just like such a popular business model right now with everything trending about, you know, everything's going online with retail. So this kind of just like eliminates the, the risk factor tremendously. Obviously you still have to pay a small hosting fee for a website. You have to pay like little fees here and there, like $20, $30 here and there for like things like domains and whatever. But besides that, and for obviously for traffic, depending on how you're getting traffic, you might have to pay for that. But besides that, it's, it's kind of like a risk-free business to start up. So that's kind of why it appeals to so many people right now. That's, that was a great explanation, man. I, I'm very interested to kind of walk us through what dropshipping is. So my understanding based on that is kind of that you're almost like the middleman of a transaction. Exactly. So I'm really interested to learn about how you first got started with dropshipping, where you were introduced to it. Uh, so somebody who's listening might be like, oh, wow, like I could probably get introduced to dropshipping up at some point the same way. 
So it was about three years and two months ago, roughly. I had never heard of dropshipping. I was on a fishing boat at the time. That's like my second hobby to e-commerce is fishing. So I was working on a fishing boat, making good money, having a good time on it. But, you know, the hours were brutal and whatever. And I had some buddies who were visiting me from Ohio and they were telling me about these e-commerce websites they made on Shopify where they just were selling like clothing, like women's clothing, like bikinis and rompers. And they were explaining the whole concept of dropshipping like I was talking about before. And they were just getting traffic by building up Instagram pages. So all of the traffic was free. So they basically like follow and unfollow people and like DM people to be ambassadors and give discount codes and little things like that. And just from doing that, they weren't even using a bot. They were literally doing it with their own thumbs, like DMing people and following and unfollowing people. And just from that, they were making maybe like 200 to $300 a day in revenue on these stores. And I was like, and that's in revenue profit, maybe like a hundred bucks. But still, a hundred bucks a day of profit from just doing something on your phone and a little bit on your laptop. I was like, that's the most appealing thing I've ever heard in my life. So I said to them, I was like, if you could show me how to do this, like I'd be forever appreciative. And I promise, if you teach me what you know, like I will put in the work and I will follow through with it. I won't just like try for three days and then realize it's a lot of work and give up. Like this is something I'm definitely going to commit to. And thankfully, they did. They they helped me set up a store, very very simple store. Um, it was me and my buddy who um, was was also friends with them. We partnered up on it together. And we just, you know, we used very simple softwares to import products from uh, Chinese suppliers onto the website. You know, we built the website, you know, spent a ton of time on it, making the pictures nice, making it all, you know, look professional. And not, we didn't really know what we were doing, but we, we, took, we took about two weeks to build out the website to really make sure that we did the best job we could with the little experience we had. And then we started building up an Instagram page. And every single day that summer, this was the summer I graduated high school and I was going into uh, my freshman year at University of Miami at the time. So that entire summer, I literally spent every day, I was very consistent. I would post three pictures per day on the Instagram, two stories per day on the Instagram. I would follow people until Instagram would block me from doing so, unfollow people until Instagram would block me from doing so, and then DM people to be ambassadors until Instagram would block me from doing so, and then set a timer until I knew Instagram would re-allow me to do those tasks, and then do it again until they blocked me. And I would just do that all day, every day, that whole summer. Question. Yeah. Um, it seems like social media and Instagram in general is a really important factor in dropshipping. So you mentioned posting three times a day, and we've heard this is a reoccurring theme. How important is it to put out that consistent content to build up that traffic when you're trying to start a dropshipping business? So it definitely depends on the angle you're taking with the business. So in this, in this case scenario, I was trying to build a brand. Like I wanted this to be like a cult clothing brand. So I was kind of just studying other successful, similar brands that what, and what their Instagram accounts were doing, because you know, if they were successful, they kind of had like their Instagram feed was almost like a roadmap, a blueprint that I could kind of follow and, you know, obviously change to, to be more specific to what I was selling, but I could still use that as a rough roadmap and kind of copy what they've done instead of trying to reinvent the wheel. So in that, in that type of model, if you're trying to build a brand, then yeah, I mean, posting consistently is, is definitely super important. You want your followers to be engaged. You don't want them to be like, Oh, why did I follow this account? You also don't want to be selling them on every post. You want to post content that, that your demographic for customers would be interested in and would engage with not just being like, Oh, buy this, buy this, this is on sale, this is on sale. You do want to post this stuff occasionally as well. But most of the content I was posting. So like I said, it was like a bikini and rocker store. So I was, I would post like really cool pictures of the beach or like sunsets and stuff like that. Just things that I knew that it was mostly girls that these girls that were following would be interested in. They would, you know, think that oh, this is a really cool picture I'm gonna like in common, not like, oh, they're trying to sell me another bikini I'm gonna unfollow. So you definitely wanna sneak in selling content, but you want it to be mostly just like not selling content. No, absolutely. So was it kind of like a crapshoot in the beginning? Like kind of, you mentioned kind of like following as many people as you could until... Yeah, so it was basically that. It was a grind. It was an everyday grind. I didn't even know that there were bots that could do what I was doing without me doing anything. <laughs> 
Um, and that would definitely been useful info, but I'm kind of happy that I did it myself because it was like a, a fun experience. Um, and that store ended up doing okay. It did, ended up doing like a few, like maybe three, four, three, four thousand dollars throughout that summer. Um, maybe like fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars profit, yeah. um, which obviously wasn't anything super life changing, but it was really cool to just see it work. Like the thought, the thought that I made this and this was making me money. Like I was like addicted to that. I was like, this is so cool. Like this is. This is like too good to be true, I felt like, but it was real and it was happening and I was like, okay, like this is awesome. So yeah, so I ran that store for a while and then I moved into the dorms at University of Miami for my freshman year. And that's where I met my current business partner. He was on my floor and he told me about a different method of advertising because he had a dropshipping store as well. And that's kind of how we like first met because he like, because I had it in the link in my bio at the time. Yeah. And he like, followed me on Instagram because we're all following each other, freshman orientation week, whatever. And then he saw I had a dropshipping store. He's like, oh, I see you have a dropshipping store. Um, we should like, I have one too. We should talk about it sometime. I was like, for sure. Like, I, I couldn't believe I met someone who also knew this that I thought nobody else knew about. So it was like a really cool moment. So he told me about a different method of Twitter advertising that he was using at the time. And he, where he would basically find these people who owned a bunch of really big Twitter accounts, like big like meme pages and just random stuff, whatever. And basically you would tweet out, like he would tweet out a tweet saying like, let's say he was selling bikinis as well. It'd be like all bikinis, 20% off today. Here's the link or whatever, or like shop now and then an arrow in the link and then a bunch of pictures of the bikini and the tweet. So he would tweet that out and then he would pay one of these Twitter people that have all these big accounts to retweet his tweet. So that's how he would get impressions and that's how he would drive traffic to the store. And he said he's made as much as a thousand dollars in one day using that method. And I was like, holy shit. If I could do a thousand dollars a day, like that'd be awesome. Yeah. So, but it was a minimum one million impressions because you get charged based on how many people would see the tweet. So the the minimum he connected me to the guy it was a minimum one million impressions, which was like I think around three hundred dollars roughly. I might be remembering incorrectly, but at the time that was a huge risk because yeah. three hundred dollars was like maybe a week or two weeks of profit, and I was like I did not want to just delete a week or two of profit if this doesn't work, but. I also knew that it, I would only know if it works by trying and that you have to take risks. So I was like, you know what, screw it. Let's, let's give it a shot. Took a lot of convincing for my business partner, but we ended up doing it and it completely flopped. It, we made like a hundred dollars in sales maybe, but we spent like 300. So we lost pretty hard on that. And then we just went back to the, what we were doing before for a while. We were just like, I guess like that doesn't work. So we'll just keep posting on Instagram and following and following people. And we did that, we did that for a while. And then I really still believed in Twittering all these ads on Instagram and Facebook for free watches. And I was very like curious about what was going on with these free watches. So I clicked on one and it took me to a page where basically people were, had like these websites very similar to mine, but they were all watches and everything was free. And then I added it to my cart and proceeded to check out. And then it added like a shipping charge of like $10 roughly. And then I, I figured out what they were doing because I, I had done similar promotions on the bikini store where I would sell a bikini for like $0 plus $14 shipping, but the bikini would only cost me like $6. So that's where I'd make the profit. So I saw they were just doing the same thing for every product on their website and with watches. And I, saw, and I looked at those same watches on like Alibaba to see what they were going for. And they were like a dollar. So I was like, okay, these people have something really good figured out. So what I decided to do, well, what I, what I noticed at the time is that these free watch ads were blowing up everywhere on Facebook and Instagram there was nothing about it on Twitter. And I was like, okay, maybe I already know this is an offer that's profitable. Obviously people, these are popping up everywhere on Facebook and Instagram. It works. Why not take this exact model and apply it to Twitter? So what I wanted to do originally was make everything on the bikini website free and then just do a free plus shipping offer on all of that stuff and put that on Twitter. But my business partner didn't want to do it because we already lost so much money on Twitter. He was like, screw Twitter. I don't want to do that anymore. Like 
we're not making everything free. Like we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. So I went ahead and I made my own watch website by myself that night. This is, it's so, and once you figure out like how to use Shopify and set up a store, it's very, very yeah. easy to do and replicate. So I just set one up very quickly. And then I hit up the Twitter guy who owns all those pages. And I was like, I'm going to, you know, make a tweet for tomorrow. Let's see what it does. And so I had to out of pocket per, a personal $300, which was double what I did before. But I really believed in this. And I was like, this has got to work. And that day it did like $900 or something in sales. And I was like, okay, now I'm on to something. Now this is like, yeah. So then that whole month I continued to scale using just this Twitter guy. And I maybe did about like 30 or $40,000 in revenue that month, maybe like $10,000 profit. But at a fresh, as a freshman, at University of Miami, I was bawling. I was completely living. At the end of the month, my bank account went negative because I was spending so much money. <laughs> I was, you know, paying for Ubers, buying my friends drinks, just thinking I'm the man, like in college, freshman year, making all this money. Even though it wasn't that much, it felt like so much. And I was just like living it up. And then from there, um, I know you said you listened to the, the Tech Money Talks podcast. I talk about how like I uh, asked my parents to buy me a Facebook ad lesson from this guy for Christmas. And I learned about Facebook ads because I wanted a source of traffic that was more sustainable and long-term. And that guy taught me Facebook ads and Facebook ads worked really well for the store. So I started making new stores and doing Twitter and Facebook at the same time. And then it kind of just snowballed from there. So at that point, was that your aha moment? We always love to ask throughout your journey of figuring out drop shipping, what was that aha moment for you? Were like, okay. that, was a, that was definitely the biggest one because it was the first one. Like when I ran that Twitter offer for the free plus shipping watches, that was like, oh my God, I actually figured something out that's like actually working. Like yeah. this is- and your business partner is probably just like, damn it. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was, he was, he was. Was that the most recent part of your entire journey or was there after that even more? Uh- I mean, this is like still like two and a half years ago. So there's a, there's a lot that's happened since. Kept making stories. I kept learning new things. I would basically, I started to like post about it on Instagram. So people would DM me and I would get on phone calls with everyone that like I would DM people, people would DM me. I would try to just meet as many people that did the same type of business. And basically what I would do is I'd get on the phone with these people. I'd always schedule calls with everyone and I would get on the phone with them. And basically we would do like a little bit of sharing information. So they teach me something, I teach them something and then it was on to the next. But the thing that I had that nobody else had was the information about Twitter. Nobody knew about that. So I would call all these people and I'd give them out all different information or the same information about Twitter. And they would all give me different information about Facebook or whatever it was using Facebook. So I learned all these different Facebook strategies and was meeting all these cool people. And they all thought I was the man because no one never heard of this Twitter strategy before that I was teaching all these other people. So like through that, I kind of, you know, met a lot of people and started to brand myself more as like a dropshipping entrepreneur. Yeah. Bill, it seems like building that kind of community was really important for you. Definitely. But it seems like to be a dropshipper, you have to be a hustler. Like you really have to be able to put in that work to constantly just business develop on your phone. I'm really curious as to what you think are the most important steps that somebody should take. Because it seems like dropshipping is a real possibility for someone, especially if there's like a college student listening who just, they're trying to party a little bit more. Maybe they're just trying to... Yeah, that's how how I was freshman year. That's all I cared about. Like maybe they want to party some more. Maybe they just want some more financial freedom, but it seems like it's a viable option for them. So what are like the most important steps they should take to get this off the ground? For sure. So the thing is right now, dropshipping and really all of e-commerce in general is very different than it was when I got started. So I definitely can acknowledge that I got started at a very good time because things were a lot easier and just simply because less people were doing it back then. And now a lot of people are doing it regardless I know a ton and I mean a ton of people who just started and are still killing it just because it was easier back then does not mean it's impossible. Now it just means it's different. It's really just different. So I would say if someone was wanting to get started now, the first thing I would do is definitely just go on YouTube and just like start watching 
videos about dropshipping because you need to build a base. Once you have a base of knowledge, you can start really educating yourself on specific things, but you kind of just need like a solid base of how the different softwares interact with each other, how you source the products from China, how you upload it to your store, how you build out the store, how you fulfill orders, how you run ads. Those are all little things that you need like a base of knowledge for. And then once you have that base, you can build off of it and start learning like very detailed strategies and stuff like that. But the thing is there's so many different coaching programs and uh, mentorship programs and courses out there. And, I, and I'm sure a ton of them are really good, yeah. but if you're just starting out and you don't want to invest a lot of money into this, which I'm sure like few people want to invest, you know, people want to know as possible realistically, you're going to have to invest some money, but I would say save that money for ads or like paid traffic yeah. and, and just use YouTube. YouTube has so much free content about dropshipping, like an unbelievable amount. And obviously not all of it is great, but a lot of it is. And if you search around enough and start testing things out with the videos you watch, you start to learn what works and what doesn't for you because every store is different. Some things on, the, on a YouTube video you might watch might work great for the person's store who's making the YouTube video, but not every store is exactly the same. Products are different. You know, the, the layouts are different. There's just a million factors that goes into it. So once you start watching these videos and testing things out for yourself, it's really just a trial and error game. Okay, this worked for this YouTuber, but it didn't work for me. This worked for me and it didn't work for this YouTuber, but it did work for this YouTuber. So like you start, you start to kind of through trial and error and not just, you know, cold trial, trial and error. You're basing this stuff off of what people who are successful on YouTube, um, like successful dropshipping on YouTube have said. So it's not just like you're doing random stuff. You're, you know, you're, you're playing with an advantage already. So that, that's, that's how I would get started. Definitely just YouTube. And then like not being scared of trial and error, because that's definitely something that's unavoidable. No, I couldn't agree more. I mean, there's so much free content. It's disgusting. Like on Udemy, on YouTube, like there's so many ways to just get kind of like your bearings. Um, so for anybody listening, your first step should be to kind of get a base of knowledge and that you want to go to YouTube. You really want to uh, kind of gain that base of knowledge, look up some beginner videos uh, on YouTube uh, I know, like I just mentioned, Udemy is another great source um, to kind of get those courses. Um, I know dropshipping is actually, before we had this interview with Noah, um, I actually looked into that and I saw a ton, tons of just courses on dropshipping. I don't know any, I, well, before this interview, I didn't know much about it and now I know a ton about it and, and you can too, just by uh, kind of taking that step. Uh, the other the other step I wanted to touch on a little bit was social media. Uh, what, what, what are some of the uh, takeaways from your journey that you can pass on to somebody who is trying to start a dropshipping business, what, are the, what is the importance of social media and how can they kind of build that out to help them? So social media comes into play with dropshipping or really any e-commerce business in general in a few different ways. So the main, there's, it depends on basically, again, the, the direction you're taking it. So if you are trying to build a brand, which is like one direction you could take an e-commerce store is to like turn it into a brand. Social media comes into play in a lot of cases because you want to have you want to basically be able to build trust to someone who's never seen your brand before. And that, that comes from content. So when people see you have a lot of content, they like your content. It's on multiple platforms. It's consistent across multiple platforms. It speaks to them. Then they're way more likely to even consider buying from you rather than if someone is just, you know, finds your, one of your uh, social media pages and the content inconsistent or sloppy or just doesn't match the theme of what you're selling or, or stuff like that, that can definitely hurt you a lot too. So you definitely, if you're building a brand, you definitely want to have really good content, consistent content, videos, images, whatever it is. You need, you need, people need to not only understand your product, but understand what you are as a brand, which is way deeper than your product. So for example, for the bikini store, I was doing like 
I would, like I said, I was posting a lot about like beach and uh, boats and, you know, sunsets and stuff like that, because that's like what I wanted my brand to represent was like that sort of theme. Like that's what I wanted people to associate with my product. And then I would also post about products, you know, we would import a new product from our supplier and I would post about it like, Oh, you know, we just added this romper to our collection. It's 20% off today only to celebrate or something like that. So that's that's one way social media comes into play with dropshipping. Another way, and this is probably the most important way, is paid traffic. Paid traffic is by far the most sustainable, measurable, consistent, effective way to get traffic to your website. Um, and it's also the most complicated part about dropshipping too because there's so much that goes into paid traffic. So by paid traffic, I mean like Facebook ads, Instagram ads, Snapchat ads, Pinterest ads, Google ads. TikTok ads, there's, you know, every, every social media platform also has an advertising platform where you can pay for people to see what you post. And these are the same ads that you see when you're scrolling through Instagram and it says, and it says sponsored. People are paying for your eyes to see that they're... And on Google, if you type in, you know, a product you're looking to buy and you click on an ad, people are paying for that click. So that's like another really important factor um, that social media comes into play. And honestly, like there's... So, like that's something that I would recommend going to YouTube for... Um, Facebook is definitely the most popular uh, traffic method for all of e-commerce, honestly, just because it's extremely lucrative and it's huge and it owns like all of the internet and it's also just like very user friendly. But there's a ton of you know Snapchat, TikTok, they all have their own platforms and they all can be extremely lucrative if you know what you're doing. But there's definitely if you want to get started, Facebook definitely has the most content on YouTube about how to run ads. So I would recommend like starting with Facebook ads. And you and with with any paid traffic, you choose how much you spend. So if you only want to spend ten dollars a day to start out because you're working on a low budget, you can do that. Like if you want to spend ten thousand dollars your first day, you could also do that. You set your own budget, and it'll show it'll show your ad to how many people. Like it'll show your ad proportionally to how much your budget wants to spend. So that those are kind of like the two main areas that social media comes into play. No, absolutely. I've definitely heard a ton about Facebook ads um, just over the years. It, it always seems to be kind of the term that you think of when you think of social media ads. Um, I am just curious because I know that um, LinkedIn and TikTok are two of the social media platforms that kind of have the most organic reach of 2020. Just definitely. what do you think about that? Is that something that you think is important? To so as far as, as far as organic reach, so that would not be paid traffic. So TikTok is definitely the king of organic reach because you could post a video and if people find it funny, it's way easier to go viral on TikTok than it is with YouTube. I have a video on TikTok that has like 8 million views and I don't even like know how to TikTok. Like I don't even know how to make TikToks. Like I just like posted a video and it blew up. So that just like really opened my eyes to see how easy it is to get views on TikTok. But again, that would be just posting content for your brand on TikTok. That would not be paid traffic on TikTok. Paid traffic on TikTok is going to be the same as, as it is on any platform. It's either going to be CPM based or CPC based. So if, if you're just, if you're just posting on TikTok and you could post really, if you have a, a product that TikTokers use or that you could like make TikToks with and actually make it likable content, that's not just like clearly an ad that's just like shoving a product down your throat, that can be super profitable because if people are liking the actual video itself and then they're like, oh, that's a cool product and then you, then you have a link to it in your bio, that can be extremely lucrative. That, that, you know, and that's free traffic. That's the best type of traffic there is. You don't have to pay for that. So the TikTok, I don't know much about LinkedIn, honestly, as far as products. Um, but with TikTok, that that could be, depending on the type of product you're selling, that could be a great way to get traffic organically. Gotcha. So when it comes to just paid traffic, it really doesn't matter what outlet you're using. But if you're talking organic, then definitely TikTok kind of kind of is king. It, it can still matter, basically, because there's different audiences on different platforms. Like Pinterest and TikTok, 
have very different audiences. So you might not necessarily find the same results, even if you're spending the same amount to the same like demographic on Pinterest and TikTok, because TikTok has a, just a, a different in general demographic than Pinterest would. So you can't expect the results to be identical and they won't, they wouldn't be, but no, yeah, that, that's some, that's some great insight uh, from one of the industry's up and coming leaders, man. really have appreciated all the, all the gems that you've dropped for the audience today. Something we always love to do is to kind of give our listeners uh, a place where they can find you. If they want to connect with you, ask you any questions, I uh, would love for you to drop any social media handles. You have any websites you'd like them to check out? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Instagram is the easiest for me. I always check my DMs. So my Instagram is Noah Tuck, N-O-A-T-U-C-K. So if you just DM me on there, I'd like, be happy to talk to anybody. Noah, really appreciate the time, man. I, I really think that our listeners have learned a ton. I know I have. Uh, dropshipping seems to be a really lucrative type of business and hopefully uh, everybody can take advantage of it. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Appreciate it. All right, man. And there you have it, guys. Huge thanks to Noah Tucker for coming on. Millionaire dropshipper, great guy. You can catch him on Instagram, Noah Tuck, N-O-A-T-U-C-K. He's always posting and he's always answering his DMs, so feel free to reach out to him there. Stay tuned because, as you know, every Friday we release another interview with a young, successful, relatable entrepreneur. You're not going to want to miss it. Peace. Peace.